the vice president of the United States and his son, his brother, and his other brother are getting rich. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking okay, money. Okay, President Trump, thank you. Did you know oh, I thought that was a great line. <laughs> They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're just sucking up money. They're just sucking up money left and right. I thought that was pretty good. So, welcome back to the Nerdy Merc. I'm Jeff. I'm the Nerdy Merc. Uh, you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like right here. Make sure you like the podcast and subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'd appreciate it. You can also find me on uh, all the, the all the social media. Facebook, the Nerdy Merc. YouTube, the Nerdy Merc. At Nerdy Merc, Twitter and Parlor, And Nerdy Merc 79 on Instagram. So, let's continue. I really didn't want to wrap, uh, uh, extend this into a, another segment, but unfortunately, I didn't have that much. I didn't have a choice, so I've only got a couple more things I want to get to. I want to get to something I thought was an excellent question by the moderator, Kristen Welker, and then I want to wrap up this with uh, Joe Biden's um, flip flopping on fracking. The way black and brown Americans experience race in this country. Part of that experience is something called the talk. It happens regardless of class and income. Parents who feel they have no choice but to prepare their children for the chance that they could be targeted, including by the police, for no reason other than the color of their skin. Mr. Vice President, in the next two minutes, I want you to speak directly to these families. Do you understand why these parents fear for their children? I thought that was an absolutely fabulous question. The talk. This is something that I've, I've, I've actually had a talk with my own kid about, you know, well, no. Okay. Let me, let me be clear. I have not had that talk with my kid, but I've talked about the difference between raising a middle-class, uh, white kid, which more or less for the mo- most of my kid's life, he's been in the middle-class range, but the difference between raising a middle-class white kid and raising a, um, um, what do you call them? Do you call them poverty class? Do you call them lower? No, lower class sounds terrible. Okay. Oh my lord! What? A, okay, but there's a difference in the talk. You get what I'm trying to say. Um, a minority person of color, black person, probably mostly, but I would imagine even it would extend to uh, Hispanics as well. You're going to have a different talk with your kids, and that's. It's 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 sad. It really is that that we are in this place in America. Now I'm now this isn't to say that I I subscribe to Joe Biden's idea that there is systemic racism. Uh, I have heard and now these are not my words, so I'm st- I, I'm stealing them from someone else. But I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. Show me the system that's racist. Show me the system that either promotes. Perpetuates or tolerates racism, either in a policy letter, uh, a a a a rule, a law. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying? An email chain. Uh, show me the system that does this. That isn't to say that there aren't racists within a within the system, but there is no such thing as systemic racism because there's no system because no one can point to the system. If you put the two words together, systemic and racism, you you can't show me that that exists. Okay? Unless we're just going, you know, full uh a la Orwell 1984 and redefining what the words systemic and racism mean, which 
I guess there's always a possibility. Why not? There, you know, other words are being redefined. But I'm getting a little uh, tangential here. I, but just wanted to point out, I thought that was actually a really good question. And I thought, I mean, in their own way, both candidates gave pretty good answers. Uh, but uh, one, one last thing. Joe Biden seems to have completely forgotten his positions on fracking. Although, when you've gone back and forth as many times as he has, I guess it's really difficult to to remember exactly where you're at in the moment. Let's, <laughs> you know what? We're going to need a montage. We're going to need a montage. And, and what about fracking? All right, now, let me, let me, have, let me allow fracking. Vice President I Biden to respond. I never said I oppose fracking. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of them. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. No matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. You said it on I, tape. I did show the tape. Put it on your website. I'm talking about stopping fracking as soon as we possibly can. No ifs, buts, and maybes about it. I'm talking about speaking oh to try. Well, I'm not sure your proposal does that. I would not stop fracking. I'd gradually move away from fracking. I would just not do more fracking on federal lands. Put it on. Put it on the website. The fact of the matter is show he's flat lying. Would you rule out banning fracking? I do rule out banning fracking because the answer we need, we need other industries to transition to get to ultimately a complete zero emissions by 2025. What I will do with fracking over time is make sure that we can capture the emissions from the fracking, capture the emissions from gas. We can do that and we can do that by investing money in doing it. But it's a transition to that. I have one more question excuse in this pod. And then excuse we, me. We have he was against fracking. He said it. I will show that to you tomorrow. I Good. am against fracking. Just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree. But I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. Until he got the nomination, went to Pennsylvania, then he said, but you know what, Pennsylvania? He'll be against it very soon because his party is totally against Frac it. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. So what do you guys think? Is he going to ban fracking or no? Well, if you're just listening to his words, who knows? But considering the position of the people that are supporting him, like at Weekend at Bernie's, you got to think, uh, yeah, if he's president, uh, fracking is done. You know, so I hope you guys are paying attention out in Pennsylvania, Ohio, South Dakota, North Dakota, all those places where they do fracking because it's not looking good for you. So if you've been paying attention to the news lately, and if you're listening to me, I'm assuming you have, you know that Russia is making a comeback. Russia, 
right, that's right. Rusher is making a comeback. You know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys, which I don't even know why I need to preface that because I'm I I'm never gonna lie to you guys. But I've always kind of liked the Russian national anthem. It's it's got a catchy tune. Anyway, in a recent interview with Wolf Blitzer, Democrat representative from California, and if I remember correctly, uh, he is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. And that's just that's just a sad fact because the man is not intelligent. But uh, D- uh, uh, Adam Schiff was uh, being interviewed by Wolf Blitzer recently, and brought, remember all those all those uh, the the laptop and the emails and all the stuff that I laid out in the last segment. Uh, yeah, apparently that's all a Russian hoax. Uh, let's go ahead. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> straight from the Kremlin. And that actually makes me think. I want you to pay attention to just how many times Adam Schiff uses the word Kremlin. Of Joe Biden's son, Hunter, are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort targeting the Biden campaign in the days leading up to the election. Let's discuss with the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Congressman Adam Schiff. Uh, Congressman, thanks so much for joining us. Does it surprise you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign? Now, let's be clear on something. Hunter Biden's lawyers asked for the laptop back. Why would they do that if it was a Russian plant? Are they saying that the laptop is a Russian plant? Are they saying that the shop owner is a Russian plant? Are they saying that the emails were somehow planted onto the laptop? None of those things seem very likely, especially considering that Hunter Biden's signature has now been... Uh, confirmed to be on the receipt or not, excuse me, the, 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 the work order form when he dropped it off and his lawyer asked for it back. But let's go on and listen to Adam shift. <laughs> uh, excuse me, shift, not shift, uh, shift. See what he has to say. But we know that this whole uh, smear on Joe Biden, uh, comes from the Kremlin. Uh, That's been clear for well over a year now that they've been pushing this uh, false narrative about the vice president and his son. Uh, And, you know, the idea that the president, um, that the White House counsel and others were made aware that Giuliani was being used by Russian intelligence uh, and using Russian intelligence in the sense of meeting with an agent of the Kremlin and pushing out this Kremlin false narrative. The idea that they were knowing uh, and still on the floor of the Senate during the impeachment trial, uh, pushing this Kremlin narrative is pretty breathtaking. But I guess at this point, we can't be shocked by anything this administration does, no matter how craven. Uh, But clearly, the origins of this whole uh, smear uh, are from the Kremlin, and the president is only too happy to have Kremlin help in, in trying to amplify it. It should be noted that this is the same Adam Schiff that said that he had hard evidence of, 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 of Russian collusion for almost three years. Well, that evidence never surfaced now, did it? It must, is it, I guess it's in his basement somewhere. Okay, clear evidence. Hunter Biden's lawyer asked for the damn laptop back, Representative Schiff. You know what? You're not a representative of anybody. Congressman Schiff. Why do I keep saying shift? I'm sorry. But his lawyer asked for it back. Sorry. This Kremlin story doesn't sell. And guess what? 
Anyone who is using the word Kremlin probably doesn't even know what the hell the Kremlin is. The Kremlin is basically Russia's version of the White House. It's the it's the palace where the Russian president stays. And this uh, currently it's it's Putin. And but Adam Schiff is saying it's you know what he's got more. Let's continue and, and then I'll and then I'll give my breakdown. It's not like Rudy Giuliani is peddling this information in a vacuum. Uh, Congressman, take a look at this picture of the president in the old Oval Office holding up a copy of the New York Post touting this conspiracy theory. Uh, it's made its way all the way to the commander in chief uh, with a big smile on his face. Yes. Uh, well, look, uh, I, I, you know, I think we know who the driving force behind this smear has been all along. And it's been uh, the president and the Kremlin. Uh, the Kremlin has an obvious interest uh, in denigrating Joe Biden. They want Donald Trump to win. They recognize he's a weak president. I, I'm I'm going to have to stop you right there, uh, Congressman Schiff. Uh, so, so wait a minute. Um, let me let me see if I get this straight. Uh, he just said the Kremlin. <laughs> he just said Russia wants to denigrate Joe Biden because they realize that Donald Trump is a weak president. Well, you know what? That theory has more holes in it than the freaking Titanic. Why would uh, President Putin, who is by all accounts a very strong-natured man, strong-willed, even physically strong, I hear you, I'm like, he's pretty buff. Why would he not want a weak president in the White House? Why He would want someone, you would think, that is going to push, or, or that is not going to push back, is going to be, you know, pretty soft on him. Well, yeah, sorry, you know, Joe Biden's family seems to have taken about three and a half million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Um, well, that tells me Boone would probably rather have Biden because he's got some leverage over Biden, at least on some level. Why? So that that just doesn't hold any water whatsoever. But he continues. He's been utterly unwilling to stand up to Putin and other autocrats. Uh, he has diminished NATO. He has um, cri criticized and weakened our alliance uh, with our transatlantic partners. Uh, he's been the gift that doesn't stop giving for the Kremlin. So uh, clearly they want to help him. Uh, so they want to denigrate the vice president. The intelligence community has made that abundantly clear. Um, and... This, this particular smear, though, uh, has also been acknowledged to come from the Kremlin. Uh, and there it is in the Oval Office, another wonderful propaganda coup for Vladimir Putin, seeing the President of the United States holding up a newspaper promoting Kremlin propaganda. It's really incredible. Did you count them? Did you count how many times he said Kremlin? Adam Schiff had 118 seconds of talking time right there. Slightly less than two minutes. He said Kremlin 11 times. Who does that? The only people that are going to do that are people that are trying to push a narrative. That is all he's doing. President Trump has not been weak when it comes to Russia. President Trump gave freaking Javelin missiles. Well, sold them, but whatever. Sold Javelin missiles to Ukraine. Ukraine is Russia's bitter enemy because Russia wants Ukraine to be part of them again. And Ukraine is like, no, we don't want shit to do with you. You know what uh, President Obama and Vice President Biden provided them? 
Blankets and pillows. Yeah. President Trump gave him gave him freaking anti anti tank capabilities. Biden and, and 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 Obama gave them stuff to sleep on. Adam Schiff is not a good person. Adam Schiff is not an honest person. Adam Schiff is not worthy of any time on air. Adam Schiff is nothing more than a little puppet for the Democrat Party. He even, you know what, I'm not going to denigrate his physical features. But I can guarantee you that when Adam Schiff reads 1984 and he sees the or he reads about the Ministry of Truth, he gets a twinkle in his eye. He wants to be in charge of the Ministry of Truth in this new world that him and his fellow cronies are trying to build and force upon you and me. And the way to stop it is at the ballot box. We have about... We're getting down to crunch time. We've only got a little over a week. One week tomorrow. Guys, get out and vote. Get out and vote. So Rush Limbaugh announced that his lung cancer is terminal. Direct quote from him. You measure a happy life against whatever medication it takes. And at some point you decide, you know, this medication may be working, but I hate the way I feel every day. Limbaugh, who is 69, said on the air, I'm not there yet, but it is part and parcel of this. It's tough to realize that the days where I do not think I'm under a death sentence are over. We all know we're going to die at some point, but when you have a terminal disease diagnosis that has a time frame to it, then that puts a different psychological and even physical awareness to it. Man, I... I agree. Pandora's box... A lot of people don't realize, like, Pandora opened the box and let out all the bad things in the world, but she was able to get that box closed again before the final bad thing uh, was let out, and that was hope. Once, hope. once hope is gone, it's a tough world, and if you know that, that your days are numbered, I mean, not just an abstract concept, it can be very difficult. I wish him all the best. I, I really do. I am the Nerdy Merc. It's www.nerdymerc.com. You can reach me at nerdymerc at gmail.com. Number is 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. You can also find me at the Nerdy Merc uh, on Facebook and YouTube, at Nerdy Merc on Twitter and Parlor, and Nerdy Merc 79 on Instagram. You can also find me wherever you find your podcast or most of the places so far. If your podcast host doesn't yet have me, be patient. I am coming soon. Make sure you go there, subscribe, follow me, give me a like, and above all, tell your friends because I don't grow if you don't share. Nerdy Merc out. <laughs>